Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I believe that you want to have victory, success, and a lot of grace in your life. I would like to talk to you about faith. I have learned in my life that, in myself and in my ministry, that there are a few things that really determine how we live our life. Number one, our faith. Number two, our love. Our faith in God, our love for God and for other people. I noticed that people's lifestyle and actions and words are really dictated by the level of their faith and what kind of faith they have. I give you example. When people have faith that God will bless those who obey Him, they will obey Him. Even though you read the Bible and you know God say that God will bless those who obey Him and God give victory to those who walk by faith, but they don't have faith in what the Bible say, they will not obey the Lord. Therefore, to me, in my heart, Faith is so important. And love is important too. Because you have faith in God, but if you don't love God, you will not obey Him. In this lesson, I would like to talk about faith because faith gives you victory. God is pleased when you walk by faith. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much that we can learn from your Holy Spirit and from your Word, Lord. We ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. We want to mix your Word with faith inside our heart. And we want to walk by faith, not by sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 26, verse 23, the Bible says, The Lord gives His own reward for doing good and for being loyal. And I refuse to kill you even when the Lord placed you in my power. For you are the Lord's anointed one. David had been anointed to be the next king of Israel. He had defeated Goliath and he served King Saul faithfully. But Saul tried to kill him. Saul was jealous of him. And David spent months in the desert, escaping Saul's pursuit and living in caves. Yet, when an opportunity came for David to kill Saul, he refused to touch God's anointed, but rather let God be his vindicator. Let me read from 1 Samuel Chapter 26, verses 5 to 12. So David arose and came to the place where Saul had encamped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the commander of his army. Now Saul lay in the camp with the people encamped all around him. Then David answered and said to Ahimelech, the Hittite, and to Abishai, the son of Seruiah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night. And there Saul lay sleeping within the camp, with his spear stuck to the ground by his head. And Abner and the people lay all around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered your enemy into your hand this day. Now, therefore, 
Please let me strike him at once with the spear, right to the earth, and I will not have to strike him a second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said, Furthermore, as the Lord live, the Lord shall strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go out to battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed, but please take now the spear and the jug of water that are by his head, and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water by Saul's head, and they got away, and no man saw or knew it or awoke, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. First Samuel chapter 26, verse 13, 17, and 25. David climbed the hill opposite the camp until he was at a safe distance. Then he shouted down to the soldiers and to Abner, son of Ner, Wake up, Abner! Saul recognized David's voice and called out, Is that you, my son David? And David replied, Yes, my lord, the king. Why are you chasing me? What have I done? What is my crime? But now let my lord, the king, listen to his servant. If the lord has stirred you up against me, then let him accept my offering. But if this is simply a human scheme, then may those involved be cursed by the Lord, for they have driven me from my home so I can no longer live among the Lord's people. And they have said, Go worship pagans God. Must I die on foreign soil, far from the presence of the Lord? Why has the king of Israel come out to search for a single flea? Why does he hunt me down like a partridge on the mountains. Then Saul confessed, I have sinned, come back home, my son. I have been a fool and very, very wrong. Here is your spear, O king, David replied. Let one of your young men come over and get it. The Lord give his own reward for doing good and for being loyal. And I refuse to kill you even when the Lord placed you in my power for you are the Lord's anointed one. Now may the Lord value my life, even as I have valued you today. May he rescue me from all my troubles. And Saul said to David, Blessing on you, my son David. You will do many heroic deeds, and you will surely succeed. Then David went away, and Saul returned home. For some victories, we have to be good to people who are not being good to us, like King David. And we have to stay in faith when it's unfair and does not look like it is ever going to work out. There are two kinds of faith, delivering faith and sustaining faith. We love delivering faith. That is when God instantly turns it around and we defeat our problem right away by the power and the grace of God. Delivering faith. We love it. We love to see miracle instantly. God suddenly shows out in our life. But most of the time, we are going to need sustaining faith. That is when God takes us through the challenge, through the difficulty, through the disappointments. He could change it in an instant. But if He did that, our faith would never grow and develop. Often in life, 
When we face failures and fears, it is easy to lose hope and to falter in faith. We wonder if God has a plan for our life, and we begin to question if God is real and if He really cares about us. I want to encourage you with the truth that our Creator and Sustainer is working in and through you while you go through struggles, just like King David. When David was running away from Saul, he kept the sustaining faith. He did not take revenge. He did not kill King Saul. He just kept going, learning the faith lesson from God, and he kept growing in the Lord until one day, the right time came to him. He became the king of Israel. He did not give up the vision that God gave to him. He continued to do the right thing. He did not hurt the king. He did not harm the Lord's anointed one. He kept doing the right thing. Should we do that? Even in the time of hardships and difficulties, we keep obeying God, having faith in God, loving God, serving the Lord. Our God is so good, even though the situation seems impossible. But nothing will be difficult for Him. Will be impossible for Him. Luke chapter one verse thirty-seven. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Let us keep our eyes on God, even though what we see around us, what we feel, look terrible, look impossible. But keep our eyes on God and believe that nothing will be impossible with God. Keep our faith. Walk by faith. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven say, "For we walk by faith, not by sight." I know this is not easy to do, but I believe that this teaching encourages you to really walk by faith and not by what you see, what you feel, what you hear. You just keep your eyes on God and the promises of God. You believe that nothing is impossible with God, as God gives you the dream and vision and the calling, even though you face some kind of. Obstacles and hindrances and hardship, and the devil try to get rid of you. You just keep your faith in your heart, doing the right thing, obeying God all the days of your life, and the Lord will one day give you the breakthrough and victory. Proverbs chapter three verses five to six say, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. He is a faithful God." He will keep his promises. He will bring the vision and the dream that he has given to you to pass. Verse six: In all your ways, acknowledge him. Keep your eyes on God. Acknowledge that he is Almighty God. He is a vindicator. He is the just judge. He has power to knock down Goliath. He is the God who split the Red Sea. He is the provider. He is the way maker. We should not lose heart. We should keep our eyes on God and trust God. And the Bible continues to say, "And He shall direct our paths." We should trust God and let us follow God all the days of our life. Whatever He say in the Word or by the Holy Spirit, we just follow His path. Like King David, he obeyed the Word of God. God directed his path not to kill King Saul, and he obeyed the Lord. James chapter one verses five to eight. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, 
For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. The Bible says that let us ask God. When we face the situation that we need help, we ask God. But we ask by faith. We should not be double-minded. We should believe the promise of God will come true. God is faithful. God is gracious to me. His vision for me, His dream for me will come to pass. I'm going to keep trusting God. Even the mountains shake, even the situation look very bad, even we see the storm, the wind come, we command the wind and storm to stop. We believe that our God will give us the breakthrough and He's going to use us. He put the seed of greatness in us. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep praying, asking God. We're going to stand in faith and walk in the way that God tells us to do. We will not give up. We will not put our eyes on the storm. We put our eyes on God. His greatness, His mercy, His favor, His love for us. And we keep going and going. And we believe God answered our prayer. Amen. You may be facing the ministry problem right now. Maybe the devil tried to attack your church, your ministry, and you lose some people and difficulties come. Don't lose heart. Keep going. Keep praying. Keep believing. And eventually, the breakthroughs will come. You may face some financial difficulty right now. The same thing. God says in the Bible, in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, He come to give life, to give it more abundantly to us. He doesn't want you to be in debt or have financial failure. So keep believing, listening to the Holy Spirit. Believe that God will provide for you, open the door for you, provide you a good job. He will take care of you financially. He will take care of your health. Keep believing for yourself. If you face sickness or if your little child have some sickness, you pray and believe God that God will heal your child. And don't look at the symptom. Keep believing. Keep commanding the sickness to go. Keep going. Don't lose heart. Don't get discouraged. Or don't blame God. Keep going and eventually you will see the miracle. This experience happened to my life so many times that when I don't keep up on my faith, eventually the victory and the breakthroughs came to my life. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Let us have the sustaining faith, not just the delivering faith. Just keep going, keep running the race, keep fighting the battle in our life with a good fight of faith. First John chapter 5, verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. I would like to pray that God will help you to have high faith, not just delivering faith that when you lay hand on the sick, they shall recover right away, but sustaining faith. If you don't see the miracle on other people, on, on yourself right away, you don't give up. You keep having faith until you see the breakthrough. Father, thank you that we can trust you to take us through difficulties and unfair situations. Thank you that you are our vindicator and that you sustain our faith. We believe, Father, and declare that you are growing and developing our faith while we are going through difficulties. Father, I pray that you will pour your faith into my heart and my brother and sister's heart. Anytime we listen to 
biblical anointed teaching, reading the Bible, we will have more faith. Help us to grow in faith, Father. The faith that moved the mountain, the sustaining faith that we will be able to go through difficulties until we get the victory and the breakthrough and we get to the finish line. Father, help us, Lord, that we will never give up the dream or the vision you gave to us, Lord. And we will not give up on your promises, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow. Let us walk together in the sustaining faith. Amen. And let us do the right thing like David. We will not sin against God. We will always love God, serve God, build His kingdom, love people, forgive people, do good to people, bless people, encourage people, and build other people up. God will bless us and we can be the blessing to the nations. Amen. And please subscribe to our channel and click like. Also listen to other teachings in this series and other series as well. God bless you. The Lord loves you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Thank you.